0: Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to another episode of the Social Sunshine Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Crossan. I am so happy you're here and happy new year. It's 2020. What? I feel like. Marty McFly in the future. (laughs) It's so cool. Um, So I hope that your new year is going wonderfully. Uh, If you are watching the video version of this podcast, because this one is being filmed, you will see that I am in my new office slash studio here in my lovely home. And it's not complete yet, but I am loving what I've done with the space so far. Excuse me. I hope that your your holiday season has been great. I hope that something cool happened. I hope, I hope you had some fun, some drinks. Some food, something. <laughs> we um, we had a really, we had a really good Christmas, and we had, we actually really ended up having a really great New Year's Eve as well. Um, so if you're new to the show, so I have a husband, his name is Ryan, and our two kids, Rowdy and Romy, are, uh, Rowdy is eight and Romy is five, and um, uh, so basically for New Year's Eve we, we thought our kiddos were going to go to their grandparents' house, um, to spend the night and that's what their grandparents wanted. They wanted them to come over and that would give us an opportunity to have a night alone. Um, not that we were going to do anything fancy. I mean, honestly, we were probably just going to sit on the couch with some wine, but (laughs) turned out, unfortunately their grandma got sick. So Um, so our kiddos stayed home, but it turned out that our neighbors had like this great celebration right across the street. We have some really, really great neighbors here in this kind of, we're kind of new to the neighborhood still. And these people are so cool and so fun and they were so welcoming and our kids were welcome and they were running outside in the cul-de-sac and just having so much fun. So New Year's Eve here at the Crossin household was, um, was really, really great. The only problem with it is that, and it wasn't really a big problem. Okay. So it was just that I didn't drink my usual wine. So if you know anything about me, you know, I love my wine. I love wine uh, so much. <laughs> and and it's my go-to. It's easy. Um, I, I just love it. And uh, I didn't have that on New Year's Eve. So here's the deal. So if you're a drinker of sorts, any, any type, you understand the difference between like just opening a bottle of wine and pouring it versus making a cocktail. And that's what I did on New Year's Eve. Like what, what was I thinking? Like Brittany, you suddenly need to make cocktails on New Year's Eve of all nights. And, um, and I did, and they were delicious, but damn, damn, that was a lot of work. (laughs) Um, My beloved wine, you just opened the bottle and poured, baby. Um, So anyway, I don't know if you guys are uh, wine lovers out there. I've discovered – okay, so – okay, I I promise we're going to talk about social media in just a minute. But right now, we're going to talk about wine just for a sec. So I've discovered recently like basically this new kind of wine. And – it's, it's, they call it clean crafted wine. Um, so the idea is that they don't, um, there's no added sugars, there's no chemicals and all this extra junky stuff that's in a lot of the mass produced wine. So me as a major wine drinker, um, luckily I don't, I don't get like a ton of wine headaches, you know, knock on wood, but I know a lot of people do. And also I don't know, like if you 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 can just tell when something is a little bit better quality, you know what I'm saying. So anyway, so it's cool because I've discovered this clean crafted wine where it, like I said, it doesn't have all the extra junk in it. So um, it just feels better, and I can just tell my body's not getting filled with all that funky stuff. It's just. Wine, <laughs> which is just what I need, but unfortunately, I did not have the clean crafted wine on New Year's Eve. I had tequila, and then I had champagne. It was Vouv, and it was delicious. But it was but tequila, and then champagne, and then I stayed up really late, and our kids stayed up really late, and everybody was exhausted the next day. <laughs> I mean, come on, it was um it was something, but we did have fun and I'm thankful for it. And everybody was safe and healthy and happy and that's what matters. But anyway, um, okay. So moving on, that's enough New Year's Eve talk. Again, I hope that your holiday was great. Happy, happy New Year. I'm so happy you're here. So today's episode is jam freaking packed. First of all, you're just getting me just just good old Brittany. No guest today. Uh, my next guest is on next week's episode, and he is a copywriter, and he has really cool stuff to share with us about writing uh, like our social media captions and everything like that. I know it's hard sometimes to come up with good stuff or to know what you should do and shouldn't do, so he's going to be sharing on next week's episode that. This week is me, and I am sharing some more good stuff about... Really um, creating a solid strategy for your social media in 2020. So, if you listened to last episode, episode eight, um, you know that I really went over some really simple uh, things. It was four things, actually, that you should do to kind of set yourself up for success on social media in 2020. And even though some of those things may sound basic to some of you that have been in the game for a while. It's still good to check yourself. I always say, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Right? You you've got to do that every once in a while. So, if you haven't listened to episode eight, go back listen to that. Four things you need to really, um, to really have a great kickstart to 2020 with your social media plan, your your strategy, and your brand on social media. So that was that. Now I'm going to expand a little bit more on this episode and talk about. Um, really more detailed. Um, I don't know if you're a note taker, maybe you want to take notes seriously. I'm going to give you some really, really good, solid information, um, about creating, about, you know, creating the content, organizing the content, and then of course, distributing the content and what kind of, um, process, what, you know, creating your own little process for that. All right. So that's what we're going to really dig into here in just a few minutes. But first of all, I have got to give a couple of shout outs. So if you follow me on social media, you probably already know that um, I've been doing this kind of like iTunes um, fun thing because on iTunes, it's super helpful for... So if you listen, if you don't know, I'm sorry, iTunes um, is really for... It's mostly for Apple users. I mean, some people... Aren't but a lot of people like to have iPhones and iPads and such. Use iTunes to listen to podcasts. And even on your iPhone, there's a little, there's just a little like purple icon where you can click on it really easily and search all these podcasts, right? Including the Social Sunshine Podcast. So I've been doing this thing where um anybody that listens on iTunes, if they will give a rating and write a review on there for the podcast, then they get a shout out in an upcoming episode. So I have two shout outs today. Um, it's two people that gave me really great reviews and I'm so appreciative. So the first one's Caitlin. Hey, hey girl. She loves wine too, you guys. Um, and she she wrote a um, a really great review. and um, calling me very informative. I'm just so glad that she's getting such great value from it. I also want to let you know her Instagram handle because that's something else. When you get a shout out, I'm going to shout out your Instagram handle. You might get some new followers or new friends, whatever. <laughs> um, it's at K-A-T-K-L-U-N-A right? On Instagram. So go give her a look, give her a follow, say, Hey, chat with her about the podcast. (laughs) And my next shout out is for Erica. Hey, Erica. Um, Erica is, um, she's also a wine drinker actually. Um, and Erica is such, such a sweet gal. I know Erica and she gave me a really, really great review on iTunes as well. So thank you so much. And Erica on Instagram is at, um E-R-I-C-A B as in Bravo 42. So Erica B42. So go find those ladies on Instagram. Um send them a message, tell them hello, give them a follow, and let's start creating our own little uh, social sunshine Instagram gang. Uh thanks again, ladies. If you want to get a shout-out on a future episode, then all you gotta do is Go to iTunes and rate and write a review for the podcast. And if you want your Instagram handle to be included in your shout out, make sure I get it. DM me on Instagram, give me your handle, let me know that you left a review, and I will happily share that here on a future episode. Okay, blah, 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 blah. here we go. Let's get into. The details. Let's get into what we're going to talk about on this on this episode. Thank you for listening to me go on and on about wine and New Year's Eve and all the things. Um, now down to business. <laughs> all right. So basically, after last week's episode of really um, getting you prepped and getting your social media accounts prepped and ready for the new year, now what you want to do is think about your process of 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 creating and sharing your content. Bottom line. So this applies to like everybody. This is not just for one type of business or this or that. I know a whole lot of you guys out there are small, 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 what I would call a super small business owner um, where it's like only one to maybe five employees at the most, Um, which I come from that. Y'all know that's the family business I come from. There's like four four employees, you know, so I know that life, and I know that a lot of you guys wear all the hats yourself and you do all your own social media and all that. so so this is for you guys. This is for somebody that has a brick and mortar business. this is for this is for everybody this information, okay? so to to really set yourself up for success with social media in 2020, you need to have an idea of what your process is like, right? So for those of you watching me on the video, I am going to look over at my notes here so I don't forget any little thing. Okay. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about is create, creating the content. First of all, and this like this is like, y'all, y'all know I'm a nice girl, but I got I to be real with you for a second. If your content sucks, nobody's gonna wanna follow you or watch it or take it in or read it. And look, I know that sucky content is—it depends. It's—it's it's a matter of opinion, right? But <laughs> I think that if you—if you, um, if you I think that you can tell if you're doing your best and you're creating good things, right? So whatever your business is, whatever your brand is, whatever the product or services that you sell, whatever you're doing, a blog, anything, you really have to focus on creating content that somebody is really going to want. Somebody. It doesn't have to be everybody. In fact, you don't want it to be everybody at first. You want to niche down. But like like when you think about it and you look back at your content, would you want to watch that? Or would you want to read that? Does it help? Does it, does it do something? Does it entertain something? Right? So when you're creating, you have to think about that. And I know that's hard. That's really hard to do. Um, it's hard to, because we're already going to be critical of ourselves whenever we're like, say talking and we hear audio of our voice (laughs) like this, or, especially in a video. I mean, I I was just telling my husband um the other night that you know, after all these years of being on video and being on film, I've just had to come to accept some of the weird shit that my face does. Like you just like it's just it is what it is. Um and we have to just be willing to embrace who we really are and what we look like on on camera and move the hell on. So you so while you're going to be critical of yourself, in those ways. What I'm talking about in this instance is really really look at what you're making. Why would someone want to read that? Why would someone want to look at that picture? Why would someone want to watch that video? Y'all know it's hard to get somebody just to watch 3 minutes of video, okay? Think about that when you're in the creating process. Um that's gosh, that's a huge lesson you learn. And you also learn it over time. Look, it's not going to be perfect if you are a beginner or somewhat of a beginner. Look, it's okay if all your content isn't perfect at first, but gradually you have to learn and you have to improve it. Because you have to give people a reason to want to be around you on social media. All right. First of all, let's let's go with content inspiration. Okay. Where does the inspiration for your content come from? Well, in my opinion, it comes from, first of all, your Fab Four. Um, episode two, I break down my, my method of personal branding for social media, and it's called the Fab Four. So go back and listen to episode two if you want that broken down for you. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. That's one, one place you get your content inspiration from. That's like the main place. Um, second of all, it's going to be events, offers, and occasions. So it is what it is, right? Within your business, within your brand, whatever's going on, whatever events, whatever offers, whatever anything, that, that's another way to get inspiration for content, right? So your fab four, your events, your offers, and occasions, and also your story, okay? So the story. Your story, like your story of why you're doing what you're doing, your story of why you started the business in the first place, your story of how you got there, the story that is a huge, huge inspiration for content that it's, it's like everything. And you don't just have to like sit down in front of a video camera and tell your entire story of why you started your business and blah, 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 and talk for 28 minutes and then just post it somewhere and expect somebody's going to watch. No, 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 no you need to have your story, right? You need to know it. Why are you doing the business you're doing? What's what's something deeper that got you there? Something interesting or cool or crazy or whatever, right? Your story. Know that story and then share bits and pieces of it in your social media over time and over and over and over. Okay. So content inspiration is, uh, it comes from your fab four, your events, offers, and occasions and your story. That's where you get the inspiration on what the hell to create in the first place. Second of all, content types, your basic content types right now are photos, videos, graphics, and copy. Okay. Copy meaning written word. So it's just good to keep in mind that you've got those four basic types, photos, videos, graphics, copy, and rotate them accordingly. Um, if you're avoiding um, any sort of graphics right now, cool. Avoid graphics. If you're focusing mostly on video, fine. You know, but those are your basics and, 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 and just keep that in mind for if you want to rotate through different types of content. Um, the next suggestion for creation is... Just my kind of general creation tips. So like I was saying a few minutes ago about like you've got to give people a reason to want to um, follow you on social media and take in your content, I feel like it should relate, educate, or entertain, or all three. So every piece of content needs to do at least one of those things. The person... Looking at your stuff online needs to either relate to it. That's great. Connecting with somebody in your audience. Oh, Jackpot, So important, so valuable. They need or it needs to educate them, teach them something. You don't have to have a million degrees or even one fucking degree to be able to teach somebody something. It's cool. teach away. What do you know about? What, what's happening? What do you want to tell? What do you want to teach? It could be something super simple or not, whatever. Or it needs to entertain them. Literally just you're making somebody smile, like like in my Instagram stories. Why the hell do y'all think that I am dancing and singing in my Instagram stories all the time? It is so that I can entertain you and we can have fun together because we bond over that, right? Those of you that have been following me for several years, you know this has been going on for a while and it bonds us and it's Fun and it's silly, and we laugh at ourselves, and we dance through life, and it's the best. So, relate, educate, or entertain, or all three. Every piece of content needs to do one of those things every single time. All of them every single time. Okay. If if somebody can't, y'all get the point. I'll 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 move on. (laughs) I could go on and on and on about that. All right. My next tip for content creation is batching. If you say, "Let's okay." videos are like just the best example. Those of you watching, you see I'm on the video. Hmm. Okay. I'm checking my hair. Um, Videos are a great example. So say you want to create some videos for your business and you want to create some how-to videos and your business has to do with cooking. And so you want to do a video about how to prep this meal or how to cook this meal and how to serve it and what, you know, whatever, you know, you have multiple videos you want to create. Well, Batch that work. Do it together, especially with a video. I mean, you know, you know, we gotta be trying to look good. (laughs) I gotta put on some makeup. I gotta make sure my hair looks nice and clean. Like, and once you go through all that, why not film several videos at once? Come on. And plus your energy is up, right? You're, You're on camera energy. You're there, you're making videos. Don't make one, make three. That's called batching your work. You know, you know, batch it all together and just load up on whatever you can create in like say a 2-hour time period. Okay? You can do that with other stuff too. It's not just videos. Videos is a great example because we know what we need to go through to make a video look good. You need some good natural light, you need to have your face and everything looking good, and when you put forth all that effort, why not make more than one? That is my motto. <clears throat> okay. Moving on. So that's, that's, that's some really good, that's some really good solid stuff for you to start with on creating. All right. Where the inspiration comes from, the types of content, making sure it's relate, educate, or entertain. And of course, um, using the batch work whenever you can to be more efficient. um, next, I wanted to chat a little bit about organizing your content. So say you've got a good groove on creating it. You know what you want to create. You know what kind of pictures you want, what kind of videos you want, what kind of phrases you want to ha- say, the, all the stuff about creating your content for social media. But now you need to kind of have some sort of organization in the whole situation <laughs> to, to keep you in line and keep you focused. So first of all, you need to decide what to share and where to share it. That can be tricky. And that is also, just like everything else, it's a learning process because every um, business brand, everything is is a little bit different from each other. But, okay, it's okay. A box just kind of fell. <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. Um, but, you know, deciding, deciding what to share and where to share it is – it's tricky, but there are some general rules of them. So I'll, I, for the sake of time, I'll go over it really, really quickly. Um, a lot of you guys use Facebook and Instagram right now. Um, so first of all, I'll compare those two. Uh, I always say that deciding what to, to share on Facebook versus Instagram is kind of like, well, not only does age matter because the audience on Facebook. It, the Facebook user, it's a wider age range. So while you probably have plenty of 20 somethings on Facebook, you also have plenty of people that are 70 plus on Facebook. You see what I'm saying? It's a wide age range. But like on Instagram, it's a more narrow age range. You're talking about teenagers to, I would say it's really mostly just, you're getting to the 50s. Yes, 50s, a new 40, but you maybe you're going to find like less people that are in their 60s, 70s, and 80s that are on Instagram. Okay. So keep that in mind whenever you're deciding uh, what to share, where. Also, when you compare Facebook and Instagram, I always say that Facebook is kind of like, Facebook is like more shallow. And I don't mean that in necessarily a bad way. I mean, it's like, Simple entertainment most of the time or simple, easy, quick knowledge, right? So it's a quick recipe. It's a silly video. Um, it's either that or it's like real life people that you know in, in IRL, in real life, um, that maybe have something going on, stuff where you're actually connecting with people in person. So it's that and it's these – fun videos, these silly things, these funny things, um, easy stuff, short attention span, all of that. Where on Instagram, I find that it's a totally different vibe, (laughs) which means sometimes the content needs to be a little different. I feel like it's not quite as shallow on Instagram. And what I mean by that is a lot of times um content on Instagram is meant to inspire and to motivate, and you get deep, and people are very um, the community is very supportive and they're cheering each other on and they're giving shout-outs and their stories and all that kind of thing. So just think about the vibe of those two when you're deciding on what to share where. Also, right now, as of right now, January 2020, I know these things can change. Um, Facebook has really cool guidelines for like when you post a video. It's amazing. Um, When you post a video on a business page on Facebook, it gives you recommendations. It's like it needs to be at least three minutes long to be shown more. You know, it tells you some things. So that's amazing that they're actually giving you some guidelines so that you can do better with your content on Facebook. Um, LinkedIn is by the way, important. It is not the boring uh, thing of yesteryear. (laughs) LinkedIn is cool. I have made it a point to be more active on LinkedIn. Find me. Just look at my name, Brittany Crossing. You'll find me. And let's connect. It's a really cool place to be because people are there with intention. People are there to do business to learn business, to exchange business, you know, the whole businessy, businessy thing. That's what they're there for. They're really there to network. Okay. So with that in mind, you might decide to share, you know, maybe less cutesy photos on, on LinkedIn, save that for Instagram. Um, you might, you might actually just have some posts where it's (gasps) just text. I know, I know it seems crazy, but <laughs> it's a good idea right now on 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 LinkedIn to have you definitely use emojis. That's a big deal. It doesn't have to be cute hearts and all this cheesy stuff, but there there are there are businessy serious emojis if that's your thing. Um, definitely utilize the emojis and in text uh, and written word. And if you get more active on LinkedIn and you pay attention to what people are doing, you're going to understand what I mean. Um, finally, or also a lot of text on Twitter, you probably know that Twitter has been around a long time, but, um, you can use media on Twitter, but I would say, you know, it's so great for one liners or a quick, like checkoff list or a three top tips or something like that. That's pretty cool for Twitter. Um, anyway, okay, let's move on for the sake of time, but that's how you need to think about that when you're deciding what to share where, and you can repurpose content. You do not have to create totally different shit for each one, but you might end up needing to tweak things here and there so that it flows with that platform better. Okay. Um, next is on organizing content. Oh, uh, rotations and aesthetics. So aesthetics, um, it's, it's a big Instagram thing. You know, people like whenever somebody comes to look at their Instagram, um, profile, their, their page, and they, you kind of scroll through and you see the, um, the little squares. Um, some people curate that where it's, you know, there's a certain color theme or there's, you know, a pattern and every other one is a quote or whatever. So the look of that, you do not have to do that, by the way, on Instagram, but that's kind of a thing there. So if you've never done that before, kind of explore some accounts um, and you'll start to understand what I mean. Some people use patterns, some people use colors, some people have uh, picture, picture, video. There's just lots of different things you can do to make your Instagram look a certain way. And that's that's a branding thing, so it's very common, but it's not, not required rotation, um, it goes along with everything. So you have your fab four or three, right? And you have created say a good bit of content. You know, you spent some time, you made a few videos, you wrote some notes, you did some things, took a couple pictures or whatever you did, you have to start putting that into rotation. The best flow for you, what feels good for you and your business. And you have to just constantly be rotating that type of content. So video is in my opinion. Um, it's still up and coming. It's it's huge. Big deal. It doesn't have to be a big production. You don't have to film for 30 minutes, but some sort of video needs to be in that rotation. It needs to be in your content rotation. Okay. Um, next, as far as getting your content organized, um, you know, editing photos and videos. If you, you do not have to be a fancy photo shop Expert, whatever person, right? You don't have to. You do not have to. Your device, your phone is fully capable of doing some minor editing here and there. It can trim the beginning and end of a video. If you want to crop it off a little bit, you can do a little bit of photo editing. You can brighten a photo, use a filter. Like you, do these things, it's okay. You don't have to make everything natural and stuff. Like, it's okay. It, so If somebody wants to hate because you used a filter, well, I, for those of you listening, I just did the Ross like fist together thing. You know, screw them, man. Let them hate. But It's cool. Use a filter, clean up your photo. Like you're trying to create a brand and make your stuff look good. That's what magazines do. It's okay. You don't have to change the way you look completely, but just clean it up a little if you want to. Totally cool. Use those tools in your phone. It's super simple. Photo albums. This is another great way to like really get your stuff organized and it's built in your phone and it does not require any sort of, you know, other resource. Is use photo albums, right? So if you want to really have your stuff organized and know, you can have a photo album called um, social media, you know, upcoming, say that's what you call it. So it's all your like photos and videos that are ready to go, they're ready to be posted on social. And then you can have an album called social media used or done or whatever. And then you move them to that album. And that way you can easily pull up these albums on your phone and look. Oh, okay. I just used that picture. Okay. This one's coming up. Like it's a way to organize your content. It's perfect. And you can use your notes in your phone, the notes section of your phone to write things. If you want to write out a long caption ahead of time, write it in your notes. And then whenever you're ready to post it, all you gotta do is copy and paste. Um, as far as, Oh, wait, wait, hang on. I want to skip something. Okay. Yeah. So as far as getting your content out there, so we've talked about creating it, we've talked about getting it organized, getting it out there into the world. Some things to think about. Um, one is to have a content calendar. Um, if that's your thing, if you're into that, you like planners and journals and all that jazz. Some people don't. But if you do, then make yourself up a content calendar. Use the calendar in your phone. Use the calendar in your computer. Use it in an actual like calendar that you're holding in your hand, like whatever you got to do and go ahead and, and, and schedule your stuff out there, you know, write out how you're going to do it well, every Monday I'm going to post to such and such to here and here. And every Tuesday I'm going to post to this and that, you know, like write it out on your calendar and try to try to get to where you can schedule your content out ahead of time. Because what that's going to do is it's going to make your whole process more of a well-oiled machine. It's going to make it more professional because there's actually a plan and a strategy and a goal in mind. And you're not just randomly posting all the time. Some people like to randomly post and it works. I do that sometimes with my own brand. But if you need structure and help keeping that flow and consistency and being disciplined enough to actually make the post, then use a content calendar. Set it up. Okay. Also, you can set reminders. So say you kind of want to organize ahead of time, (laughs) but you also want to kind of work on the fly just put some reminders in your phone, your to-do list. You, it can, A little alarm can go off at a certain time of day or whatever to remind you to post something if that's the way you want to do it. And then of course, there is the automated way, which um, because it's my business for my clients, especially I use um, Buffer. Uh, they are not a sponsor, although maybe they should be. Um, But Buffer is what I'm using right now. I'm really liking it. It's very easy to use. Um, I'm able to schedule posts on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. I don't schedule Facebook posts on there because if you have a Facebook page, you can actually do it within Facebook itself. You can schedule a post. But if you use just a personal Facebook, you might want to use something like Buffer to schedule out your posts. Okay? Oh my gosh, that was a lot of talking and a lot of information. Um, all right, <laughs> let's go back over this, you guys. Bear with me as I look at my notes. Um, really setting yourself up for success in social media 2020. So when it comes to creating your content, the inspiration for your content comes from your fab four, your events, offers, and occasions, and your story. Think about, let me just say one more thing about the story. You could write out your story just for yourself, like, you know, a long paragraph, and you could take a chunk of that and make a video, like just a part of it. You could take some photos and write some captions for another part of it. You could do some behind the scenes stuff on how you do your, like, there's so much you can do with your story. Okay. Calm down, Brittany. I'm getting excited. I get excited over content. Um, okay. Content types, the basic types right now are photos, videos, graphics, and copy. Um, again, stay tuned next week. We got copywriter coming to give us all the tips on writing our social media captions. Okay. Next, um, content creation, uh, tips. So like I said, um, batching your work is very helpful. I know it seems like daunting, like, Oh my God, I got to sit here and make videos for two hours. But I'm telling you once you do it. Oh, and by the way, if you do that, just change shirts, change shirts with each video, right? If you're like, I'm going to sit here for two hours and I'm going to make three videos or four videos or however many you can just change your shirt with each video. and It's fine. Then It's going to look fresh with every video, like it's a brand new one. (laughs) Um, Anyway, batching your work, no matter what you're creating, is always helpful and efficient. Um, And remember, please, that every piece of content should relate, educate, and entertain, or entertain, or all three. (laughs) Absolutely every piece. If it doesn't, if you don't, if you can't truly feel the value in that, even if it's just to make someone laugh, don't share it. Make sure it's relate, educate, or entertain. All right. So that's our creation. And as far as organization, what we said was um, decide what to share, where to share it. So think about each platform. Who's who's the typical user on that platform? What you know what it can do for you, and what you can do for them, and plan accordingly. Um, like I said, you're not going to post a bunch of really cute photos of you. Um, you know, posing and smiling or being silly all the time necessarily on LinkedIn right now as of January 2020, but you're definitely going to post that on Instagram. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, Cho- choose what to share accordingly. Respect each platform. Um, rotations and aesthetics. If you want to think about the aesthetics of your Instagram, especially, and you want everything to match and have certain color coordinated photos and whatnot, cool. If you don't, not the end of the world. Um, next editing photos and videos, make sure to do that. (laughs) Okay. Make sure your photos look nice and clean and clear and have good light, like natural sunlight coming in through a window at you. You know, you're facing the window that is ideal. Um, but just do what you can to make sure those photos are clean and crisp and nice. And if you need to use a filter, use the damn filter. Screw the haters. Photo albums, you can use photo albums to organize your content, of course, uh, your photos and videos. You can use your notes to create captions ahead of time to write them out. Um, And then as far as distributing out your content, definitely you can have it ready in a content calendar if you want. Set reminders in your phone to remind you of a certain time or day to post something. And then, of course, if you really want to go for the gusto, you can use something like I use, like Buffer. Okay? Okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. That was so much information. Are y'all with me? Are y'all asleep? Hello? <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there, you guys. I really hope that that, was, um, I hope that that was all super, super helpful for you. And between last episode, episode eight, and this one, when you add all of that information together, I really feel like you now have the tools you need to really get a good start on, um, on your social media for 2020. Because... The truth of the matter is, is that it doesn't have to be complicated. Once you start to understand what kinds of things you should create for the type of business you have and what where you should be putting it and how you can kind of organize your process and make it easier on yourself and more efficient, it's going to start to feel like second nature. Um, it does for me. I've been doing it for a long time. It's just It just flows and you just start to really understand your audience and what they need from you. And that's what it's all about. It's all about what I said at the beginning of this little chat. You've got to create stuff that someone wants. And if if you are getting no reaction, very little reaction, if you're not getting the type of reaction you want, if it, whatever, um, consider tweaking your content. You know, people want to be entertained. Don't be shy. I mean, if you know how to do a flip, Maybe you should like do a flip on your social media. That's cool. That's fun, right? Just toss it in there. Do something fun. Entertain people. Relate, educate, and entertain. All right, you guys, that's it for our social media chat today. Um, next week's episode, like I've mentioned, I've got a really great guest. He's going to talk to us about um, some really great tips for writing our caption copy. So every time you post on social media, you got to write something, right? Or he should. Um, and he's really gonna, we had a really good talk about that. I learned a lot from him and I think that you guys are too. So that's gonna be amazing. Um, remember to, um, rate and review the podcast on iTunes because you will get a shout out in a future episode. And if you want me to include your Instagram handle, just DM me and give it to me. Um, And uh, remember to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. And um, if you ever have any questions, just, just reach out Brittany at BrittanyCrossen.com or give me a follow on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, all the stuff. (laughs) Thanks for listening, you guys, and um, I'll see you soon.